As an industry, we've made it our business to learn about games, how they work, about their resonance, and their successes or failures. But there's a human side to the industry as well. My name is Paul James, and welcome to Dev Diary, a series that explores and celebrates the incredible feats of the people behind the games as we dive into their stories, the highs, the lows, and everywhere in between. In this episode, I'm joined by Demetrius Leal, art director at Striking Distance Studios. So join us as we explore his journey. So today I'm joined by Demetrius. How are you? I'm doing pretty darn good. We're getting close to ship, and I'm really excited to see the game out there. I'm excited after three years of development to uh, hit the market. Yeah, this, I mean, this is an interesting vacuum in time. As as we record this, I guess for, for anyone listening and going behind the scenes somewhat, it's a couple of weeks out from the game's launch. By the time this podcast goes live, we are less than 24 hours away. So if we can kind of extrapolate, how's that excitement going to be going in about two weeks from now? <laughs> I'm sure we're going to be, the entire team has been working so hard on this. Everybody's been putting their heart and soul into it. We have a, uh, a multinational team that has been really, like I said, um, is super talented and have been dedicating that talent and directing it towards uh, the product itself, hitting, um, hitting all the elements of war. And, really taking that to heart <laughs> it's kind of a strange thing it's uh everybody's super wonderful and uh super gregarious but we're working on this horror game so it's this kind of funny duality and so uh when i talk about our different horror pillars uh they sound so macabre but like uh but it's just so fun to work on and everybody's equally as passionate just doing it yeah every, everyone's really nice and brilliant to work with but then everyone's got to dive into this nugget of darkness that's in there to try to extract something right Yes, it's so dark. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, and I, I, I can even uh, name off our, uh, our pillars we have. Uh, yeah, please. Uh, yeah, so Glenn at the at the onset of this, he he came up with these pillars to to help guide the team on on building the, the game and really understanding what, what what makes up this horror. And in hindsight, we're we're calling it horror engineering. We have atmosphere tension brutality, helplessness, and humanity. Atmosphere is uh, it's providing that, uh, that isolation and desolation to, um, to, uh, to, to make the player feel alone. And, and they're all related to each other. And then we have tension and that's really creating jeopardy for the player. We want uh, the player to lose something as they're going through the game or feel like yeah. they're gonna have something to lose. Uh, and, then, uh, and then that provides that anxiety. We have brutality. We know this in general. That's uh, especially in Western horror. That's um, uh, that's a trend. So we wanted to add that in the game, and we did that using uh, a lot of our body horror, a lot of the gore, and even the combat itself. The sandbox combat yes. yeah, there is it's so heavy and and really leads into that. Um, we have uh, helplessness, and yes, as part of that uh, desolation, isolation, we want the player to feel not completely hopeless, but uh, definitely pretty close gun. so we yes exactly so we always want to keep them uh, off balance and then and finally that humanity we uh we want not only the player to feel uh, empathy with our protagonist there to feel that immersion yes. we also wanted them to feel that connection with uh, the things that are attacking us we want to see 
we wanted them to understand, oh, they were human once. So uh, to get that feeling that that could happen to them and um, and uh, once feed into that body horror that I was just mentioning earlier. So it increases that that feeling of disgust that and uh, and revulsion that uh, that there's that pain that could be felt. So yeah, uh, like each of those things were pretty melodical about separating those in the, in the art and trying to hit each one. It's one of those awkward things where like, I'm really looking forward to it, but when you describe it like that, I really shouldn't be. But I still, <laughs> and still, still then can't help. But like, there, there's an anything like, what are you doing? But it's just so engaging, um, everything that we've seen about the game so far through those lenses you've just highlighted. So I'm, I'm really, really fascinated to get into it properly myself when, when the time arrives. But we've got a little bit to, to go through before we get to all things Callista Protocol because this is Dev Diary, a series where we talk to developers from throughout the industry. They share their stories, their experiences, and the journeys led to this current point in time. And before the Callista Protocol, you've got a string of really fascinating experiences and I'm really keen to pick through those. But before we get to even those, do you recall what some of the first gaming experiences were that you had? And I don't, I'm not going to mm. go super specific. If you recall your first game, fantastic. But uh, what were some of those early exposure moments with, with video games for you? Well, you know, I'm going to totally date myself. I've been around. I'm a little bit of a dinosaur and such. But um, it's a little bit of a funny story. Uh, and I remember... I had been working on film VFX at the time and really I, I, I was looking at game and was inspired by the whole thing just because of the interactive nature. It was really, it's an, an entire meeting in itself and, um, and it adds another dimensionality to it uh, as far as just being a, a passive user where you were actually able to be part of this, uh, this experience. So going back to one of the, one of the first things that really drew me into this is uh return to castle wolfenstein i remember oh yeah I, it was a while a while ago and i remember we had some time off for our holiday break and uh, i got this i got it in the box i was super excited to play it and my my fiance at the time uh said okay well you can play the game after two weeks, I was just sitting there, kind of a, a, a just a living zombie. After like yeah, playing, you hadn't it straight, stopped playing the game. Yeah. Oh, not at all, not at all. But it was so fun and it was so engaging. That's what started me on this entire path, and I yeah. uh, really, um, I wanted to make the switch as soon as possible. And uh, that's how it, that's how I got into it. That's that's really fascinating. And I guess were there any other games as you as you were continuing to build that exposure with video games? Were there any particular games, genres, franchises that really stick out at you on that way well, yes i mean uh in media um uh definitely inspirations for me and a lot of the rest of the team are uh the alien franchise uh, yep. i really love at this point i love making games i mean i don't know what else i'd be doing um and it's just part of my blood and anything i can anything i see or uh or experience it, it kind of is it goes back into that feedback with the creativity yep. and i remember even uh seeing alien and just thinking oh okay that's i love the lighting in there let's let's see how that influences us there and um and then uh even going back to uh print and media uh I, I remember a lot of the magna that I like are uh, Battle Angel Vita, uh, Blade the Immortal, yeah. and uh, and uh, even a cartoon like Akira. I remember going with concept artists, and there was a scene in Akira where uh, where uh, he's uh, 
lifting out this uh, this bio uh, uh, this bio uh, chamber that's been uh, frozen, and they have all these tentacles coming out, and using that as the reference too. So uh, pulling upon everything, and then uh, and then with gaming, you know, that return to Castle Wolfenstein. I'll, I'll go back to the example where there's an excellent uh, excellent break in the game where. Uh, you start going into the zombie section, and it's like yeah. a total, uh, total refresher, and uh, and uh, and um, almost like a palate cleanser. Yep, I love that, and I remember the, the graphics were like really old, but oh, at the time, yes, I remember like you had to go down in this pit, and uh, and you had to jump down. And I knew as soon as I jumped out, it was going to be doom, right? And and even that reference, uh, I we use that in the game where um, where we have a gag uh, where we use lighting and and we we sometimes we uh, we have signage so it helps the player uh, navigate the world but it navigates them into darkness and that's one of those things I remember is just and Glenn loves stuff like that where uh, we're forcing tension onto the player by uh, putting these obstacles, and they're not even physical obstacles. We're playing with light and uh, yeah. and forcing the player into the darkness. So, um, so yeah, it's this this constant churn of seeing things and lifting things from gaming, from movies, from printed media. It, it, it's uh, it, it's all over the place. Now that's that's really really cool. And um, I guess was there, and we've obviously touched on a host of different games, including Wolfenstein and several others. There was there. You obviously you obviously talk about how you know making games kind of you feel like it's in your blood before before we got to that point was there a was there a game that kind of prompted the pursuit of actually getting into the the act of developing them themselves or was it a, a combination of experiences so how did we how did we get to that point so there was certainly castle Wolfenstein. there was half-life 2 uh, yep. also one of those holiday Seminal. You know, great yeah. games and uh once again was sitting in a chair after two weeks my wife said you can't play games anymore. They're too like you're consuming too your life. Stuff. Exactly, but it, it, once again, it's it, it's something that's so uh, inspirational. So, uh, and even in that game, uh, you had the Transylvanian section and that yep. like nice palate cleanser in between. So, uh, I started recognizing these patterns and um, and and starting putting them in the memory banks. And, uh, and then Portal Two, like I I love the the sandboxy gameplay in that. Which uh, which kept it fresh for me, um, and then there are even uh, even other games that uh, that that I wouldn't necessarily uh, would come to mind as influencing me, but Monument Valley on uh, on the mobile, where you have um, this SRS uh, puzzle game and uh, and this two and a half D uh, isometric view that uh, that forced you to interact with uh, the environment. And in a, in non-intuitive ways that inspires the gameplay, that kind of sandboxy idea. So that uh, games of different mediums, I, I I really love, and so they all ins- inspire me one way or the other. Fantastic, and uh, obviously I'm I'm really keen to see how many of those have kind of informed a lot of what we're what we're talking about, obviously with Callisto Protocol, but even some of those uh, experiences prior as well, because we obviously we talk about video games being in the blood, but they're not the only thing that you've worked on over the, over the years. So I, I cite things, I, I tip at studio and getting to work on a, a host of film franchises there, or, you know, things like evolution, the one blade Two, matrix revolutions. There's a, a Hellboy. There's a, there's a, there's a line of credits in, through that period there where you were the head of FX, if I'm correct. 
That's correct. Yes. And um, I remember uh, it, it is my love. I love sci-fi. I love yeah. uh, any and beyond that sci-fi horror. Yeah, there's certainly um, that theme there. Yes, <laughs> there, there is. And I remember one of the last uh, last movies I worked on was Constantine. And um, and they had the mysticism there and the creatures. And uh, a lot of what we did were uh, to extend, extenuate, accentuate all of that. And yeah. whether it be gore, whether it be things blowing up. I remember um, working on the original Hellboy uh, with Guillermo del Toro. And, he, and at the, the very end of that, he said, well, we have this giant like worm creature. I want something spectacular, and and that was a really wonderful experience because I said, oh well, why don't we blow it up? <laughs> and uh, and working with the team to actually um, to get that final shot where you have all these giant pieces of whale blubber and uh, and interacting with this explosion. I do remember. And uh, yes, and uh, and and all those experiences did feed into this because I do draw upon those. Uh, those memories of working on individual things. Um, even I remember leading a team on, oh gosh, it was the Matrix 3. And uh, there's this, at, at the very scene, there's a machine god that comes up. Yep. And um, and then it's a swarm of bugs and it forms this baby face. I remember uh, uh, leading the effects team on that and working on it. And uh, even some of the motion of how we uh, did that did that swarm uh, always drawing upon that and uh, and thinking about how that could be applied to games. So um, either, every one of those experiences uh, like they live constantly in my memory and uh, and I use them to inform, I guess, what we're working on in the future for sure. Oh, f- fantastic. And um, as you said, uh, Hellboy was one of the last. It was Constantine. Uh, we've got Die Hard 4.0 along the way as well there. That's um, true. Yep. But obviously, like, yeah, this this obviously for the most part, this kind of sci-fi sort of, sort of trend through through all of those and um obviously you know fantastic movies in their own right you you were talking about how some of those experiences really influence even the way you approach your your um game design these days there's there's obviously a totally different medium in terms of what is being you know how it's being represented and the level of engagement for the for the for the consumer of the content um that the passive versus interactive style of experience but there are those those themes and i guess you talking about you know exploding worms and those sorts of things in in hellboy and like we, we can those sort of things can be translated across like that idea that scope that scale that that visual flair that that's all stuff that can be represented in games so it, i imagine when the time came for you to get your uh, to start working in games with with ea there i assume those experiences were really formative to the work that you then did working on on dead space you're involved in dead space as a, as a starting point Yes, absolutely. I remember um, uh, working more on the visual effects side on Dead Space, and, um, and and I'll even mention a direct influence. I remember working on Blade Two, and we were working on this disintegration effect. And in Dead Space, uh, there's uh, the hunter, right? And yeah. the hunter's following you around, and uh, and to kill it, you have to. Um, we have to burn it up in uh, in the exhaust from a shuttlecraft. And I remember, oh, you know, this is that. Let's take that and we'll implement it. Apply here. that logic, yeah. Oh yeah, and, and it worked out great. It was just, uh, it was a, a a moment that was uh, definitely integral to the gameplay. And uh, and for me, it was it was just a natural progression. And 
doing those same things and uh, applying that same philosophy just throughout. And in this game too, where uh, it's that balance of, uh, of entertaining uh, and uh, and uh, and I guess taking it too far. And um, yeah. and having and drawing upon those experiences, uh, you can you can paint that picture and paint that palette that that uh, that makes it feel that invites the player and uh, and uh, makes it entertaining. And uh, like you were saying, uh, it draws them in and just keeps it engaging. For sure. Yeah, but... and, and and like you know, even when I remember running into Glenn um, on the original Death Space and taking some of those ideas and of course Glenn's like yes let's do it <laughs> and uh and do more and we've we've had that relationship ever since then uh and the team is always that way we have excellent shorthand just because we've been working together so long I'm uh sitting next to the lighting director over here and we've yeah. been working for so long too and we're constantly throwing back ideas back and forth and do you remember when he and he'll throw something back at me it's like well do you remember when I thought oh yes let's do that uh, and then we'll talk to Glenn. He's like, "Oh, yes, that's perfect. Just and do it. Do just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> do your thing." Yes. Um, no, that, that's that's all really really cool to kind of hear about how these various different experiences, again, diff- totally different mediums, but how they've kind of intermingled and intertwined and really informed what what we're seeing even today. And I guess we're inching closer and closer to to talking more about the Callisto Protocol and and striking distance. But uh, before before we get there, we've also got uh, a stint with Sledgehammer there uh, along the way as well. Um, and working across a host of different Call of Duties, which obviously tonally quite different to to the likes of Dead Space and and the Callisto Protocol, but at the same time, um, the size, the scope, the visual flair, a lot of those things that we've kind of discussed, all still very very central to those experiences. It's just I guess being represented slightly differently. Um, what was that period like for you, especially I guess the Call of Duty, the rate the Call of Duties come out? There's you know consistently been a yearly clip there and. Um, what was that like for you to be a part of all of that and and work on so many different games across that journey? Mm-hmm. Um, Glenn got the opportunity to found a studio with, uh, with Activision, and uh, I got the opportunity to participate with that. And so, um, so a, a lot of the people that uh, that I've been on this journey with, I've been working with them for many, many years, we're, we're kind of a family. And like I alluded to, that we have that shorthand with each other. Um, so a lot of our experiences uh, flow with the different games. And yep. uh, and I remember even in Call of Duty, uh, such other games had their own flavor. Uh, and they thought, uh, I remember uh, we were uh, characterized, oh, you guys are the art studio. You guys are the, you know, passionate that way. And um, and I remember uh, coming into that, I, w- I was uh, more on the technical side in there. I was yeah. gonna, I w- and, and a lot of what I learned uh, on the Call of Duty side was really heavy into realism. How do we, how do we nail that? Yes. And w- what I did, uh, and not, not just me, the entire team that uh, we've been on the journey with is we took those experiences and when we got here, we, we thought, what would be so great for immersion? And it would be bringing that realism and those uh, those learnings that we had from Call of Duty and bringing them here. And so right. uh, I have a bunch of partners on the technical side over here, on the artistic side over here, where we, we've we uh, taken all those uh, those Call of Duty learnings, which you, you wouldn't think it would be something that would be transferable, but it totally is. And when we started this game, we, we, we had that... Um, 
that uh, industrial knowledge. And so we knew in this game, yeah, lighting, for example, is going to be so important to yes, establishing okay. that isolation. And we knew it was going to be hallways and we're going to have to like uh, uh, rely on a bunch of uh, isolated and punctual lights. And we want to take lights away and we wanted to bring them in. Um, and we wanted to create that natural vignetting with it. All those experiences on uh, on Call of Duty were definitely applicable to this whole, to this new venture. So we we took all those experiences and we just scaled them and uh, and used them for horror and used them for that immersion and to really bring the player in that way. Uh, so it was great. It was uh, it, it's this entire thing has been a learning experience and we're continuing to learn. Uh, I was even uh, talking to Bryce today and. Um, uh, we're we're still doing research and thinking uh, and looking at different influences. Yeah. And I showed him, so he was like, "Yeah, see how I do So, um, uh, uh, everything that uh, I feel like everything that the team and myself have done up to this point has uh, led us to this point. Um, and uh, and we've been able to use everything, which is, which is great. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. I mean, there's there's so I think there's a lot of people. Yeah, face value, they'll look at Call of Duty, they'll look at dead space they'll look at callisto protocol and they you know there's, there's kind of an odd one out there in the middle but there are moments of suspense and kind of the like it's a different kind of horror but a horror that can be expressed through that call of duty sort of especially the campaign style of experience and um that is absolutely transferable as you're saying and i'll be i'll be really interested again kind of going hands-on with uh callisto protocol to see try, try and try and connect those dots when, when the time comes if i'm not you know running in terror from something <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, hopefully you know uh, you feel the love after trying to kill you in this. Whole yeah, endeavor, exactly. For sure. <laughs> it's give with one hand, take with the other. Yeah. Um, so as we now arrive at striking distance and the Callista Protocol, how did how for you how did that opportunity actually emerge to I guess reconnect with with that style of game again? Obviously the the Dead Space experiences in the past. How, how did that all begin for you, having worked on Call of Duty at that point for for quite a period? I, I yes, I, it had been working for close to nine years, and yeah. uh, Call of Duty was a wonderful experience. It was um, picked up a lot of gameplay experience there, picked up a lot of uh, uh, visual style experience there. So, and also had an opportunity to work on multiplayer there. So, all uh, all the gameplay also helps with uh, the visual and uh, in non creative ways, which is fantastic. However, I even in Call of Duty, I always remember working on Dead Space. It was such a fun project to work on. Like I said, I love sci-fi. I love space sci-fi. I love space horror. And um, and so there was always that it, itch, right? There is always that itch, and we satisfied a little bit on Advanced Warfare, where we were able to bring some of that uh, some yes. of that sci-fi in. Uh, however, it was it's just it's not enough. And I always thought in the back of my head, wouldn't it be great? if we could do dead space apply like modern uh modern standards to it and modern uh industrial processes and uh and elevate it right yeah. and uh, and take it in a new direction and then even taking modern gameplay and applying it and morphing it and um and there like you were saying there was always that itch there was always that desire so glenn got the opportunity to to open uh, and start another studio for for craft in here and uh and I was fortunate uh, to get invited along for the ride, and um, and uh, and had been here since day one. And 
uh, and then getting more people joining with us. Like it's a huge, tremendously talented team here. Um, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and it's been a joy working with everybody. Everybody's really curious. Yes. And I think that that's, uh, that's helped the development in so many different ways because it's people are asking questions and, uh, and it's changed to develop in not intuitive ways. So, um, so I think it's really helped the, the game become a standalone unique, uh, experience, which I'm really, really happy about and really proud of. Um, glad and, to hear it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I love working with Ben and Benjamin Walker. He's our gameplay, uh, gameplay director and, uh, and just hearing him talk about the game loop and replayability and, uh, and I, I, I've played the game all the way through and, uh, I haven't done it on like, you know, uh, the hardest mode, but like, you know, did in medium one and, and I had lots of fun, but then you're saying, oh, did you try this? And I was like, oh no, I didn't do that. I had to do that again. Right. <laughs> and so another run. Uh, yeah, exactly. Another run. And I'm uh, excited about things. And, and it's funny, like I, I'm here developing the game, right? And I'm working with Ben all the time on gameplay and uh, trying to get uh, art to um, to support the gameplay. But there are things that that he uh, he put in the design that I didn't realize until uh, actually starting the gameplay. And it was almost like this emergent quality uh, yeah. that that uh just uh just blossoms <laughs> uh, like i'm using this floral language for this horror game but, but yeah it works though right <laughs> yes so so when the when you did you obviously had the opportunity to jump in straight away at day one as you as you say was the idea immediately obviously you had the itch to go back to sci-fi horror i'd imagine glenn did too was that was that day one like this is the path we want to pursue you didn't necessarily maybe not necessarily have what ultimately has become the Callisto, Callisto protocol in mind but was it was it always kind of okay that sci-fi horror that's what we want to go back to we're missing that uh, I, I think we, like I said, we, we've been a family working together for so long that we were just immediately on that same wavelength. Is awesome. yes, let's. Uh, it was it was just kind of unsaid. Oh, of course we're doing that, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and we we took steps to do ideation and blue sky concepts so yeah. everybody could be aligned on what we were working on. However, uh, I, I think, like you were saying, there was that always that wanting that. Uh, that that thing in our blood where um where we, we just we love that genre we love that medium that we you had love. your North star already oh oh yeah oh for sure and um and yeah it, it's really fun riffing because uh it's always yeah and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so uh hey let's do a meteor and we'll make it bloody and no, no i'm kidding but <laughs> but you, you uh, keep building right yeah, oh, oh la we layer do. and layer and layer Oh, we do, and then uh, and then uh, we do tons of research, and yeah. uh, we we watch movies, we play games, um, and, uh, and like I said, we we in take inspiration on different things. Um, we have Glenn is a very deep well as far as uh, as far as research and references, and and it's wonderful to hear every once in a while we'll pull out a reference and I, I think, Oh my gosh, where did you get that? And, um, but it's, it's wonderful because then we'll do some research and it's like, Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. How can we integrate that idea? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so I, I don't want to downplay the work. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's tremendously hard work doing these games and it's, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't come easily. Thank God we had such a talented team, uh, 
doing the game, building the studio, and uh, and uh, building new IP in three years uh, was a incredible challenge. fate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but uh, I also um, I also do want to say how fun it was, and uh, and even if something's challenging and something's hard work, um, for me that that's fun, and uh, and those. Uh, those uh, moments of inspiration that would spring up like a well, like uh, was definitely made uh, made it even more so fun. So one one of the things I remember working on the original Dead Space, and I, I think this part of that itch is it was fun. It was so yeah. fun. Not not that working on Call of Duty wasn't because uh, it was, but I had I just remember so fondly uh, the memories of working on this game, and and glad to know that yeah, I, this game uh also will foster those memories fantastic a couple of quick fire ones because we're, we're starting to run low on time today we've obviously discussed a few of the the key kind of design pillars through the uh for the experience we spoke of that early and we're kind of revisited again more recently for for anyone listening they're looking forward to the Callisto protocol what else should players potentially be looking out for any any little pointers from yourself that people should people should Oh my gosh. Even just uh, suggestions, advice, ways to approach the game that you would um, encourage people yes. to consider. Yes, I would. Um, like I uh, mentioned briefly before, uh, we've actually taken this game and uh, and made it pretty unique. And a, a lot of that is that sandboxy uh, combat. It's uh, if you were to play this like a shooter, uh, you you. You're gonna die. Yes, <laughs> so, yes, uh, absolutely, and, and and die a lot. Um, what what Ben has done is a really wonderful job of ramping up the mechanics, and I would take advantage of the full spectrum because that uh, it makes it the most fun, and and like I said, explore the mechanics because yeah. um, like like I said, I've made the game and uh, and realized there's a whole different avenue that I could have taken. Um, so uh so yeah have fun with the sandboxing mechanics it's very tactical um and so um so and then and then beyond that as far as uh what the the team did they they really made an effort to put in exploration so uh take the time look around uh there'll be surprises here and there there's always a cost and benefit i mean uh, we're always going to keep you on your toes right so I, I'm suggesting that you do this. It's gonna. It may cost. Brace you back. yourself first. <laughs> yes, but it's. It, it, there's always. Uh, it's always worth it. So uh, I encourage exploration, uh, both in gameplay and uh, and uh, just general traversal. So uh, there's a lot of meat in there for for the players. Fantastic. Now, again, we highlighted this early on for everyone listening. The game is out tomorrow. That's that vacuum of time that we're currently in. But uh, the game is out tomorrow. So please, if you if you're loving what you're hearing, if you if you're not too familiar, go go do a bit of research. But this is a game that uh, just from everything I've consumed so far on the purely com- consumer side, I'm I'm totally in love with and really really excited to get into again. Uh, I guess rekindling some of those Dead Space memories, but excited to kind of see where you and the team have taken it in the years since, with all the experiences you've had in the meantime. As we start to wind things down, again some little some little quick fire ones more focused on you specifically is there anyone out there who's really inspired you and the way you go about your work are there any particularly key people that you've found yourself either working with or that you look at from afar that has been again i guess to use that phrase from before like a north star for the way you approach your work i think um more close to home i work 
closely with Glenn a lot. Yeah. And uh, he's definitely a mentor. Um, I'm always constantly learning uh, and the entire team too. I mean, uh, uh, I, curiosity is something we value here. And so always asking questions yes. um, is uh, continually learning. As far as just uh, uh, general media uh, and and artists who are out there. I mean, uh, Ridley Scott's uh, a great influence. Uh, uh, coming up with a, a sci-fi noir, uh, like yep. you know, coming up with a genre like that—that's awesome. Like you know, uh, uh, definitely an influence there. Uh, as strange as it might sound, Kubrick as well. Yep. Philosophically, um, personally, I love his lo- attention to detail and basically the hard sci-fi that he came up there with there and that's been a tremendous influence um and even going back to uh phil Tippett, uh, a lot of his uh workflows and philosophies influenced me as well so awesome uh yeah surrounded by geniuses it's great it always and, helps uh, right yes yes and so uh it's uh uh, it's a continual learning experience. Uh, it's a ten- continual uh, feedback loop of creating and then uh, and then seeing uh, seeing where you, you could derive from there. So great. Yeah, yeah, I usually I usually ask about kind of some of the key lessons along the way, but you've really kind of summarized I think quite well there in terms of keep asking questions, surround yourself by brilliant people, and there's there's always there's always opportunities to learn. So I'd imagine that sounds like it's one of the kind of the key I guess nuggets of wisdom you would share. Um, for anyone listening as well who's keen to get into yes. this business or yes, is always, in this business always be curious always ask questions uh, always challenge yourself uh, always uh, bite off a little more than you think you can do yeah. um, and uh, and uh, it's the most fun and don't be afraid of failing um, it's, uh, it's it's an opportunity to get better it's, it's an opportunity to get better so um, yeah uh, go out there and be brave Awesome. And a couple fun ones now to wrap things up. If you could be credited for anything, any game, but I guess we can even, given given some of your work in film as well, we could even explore that space a little bit as well if you'd like. But if you could just retroactively add your name into the credits for something, maybe there's just one key pillar in the game that you loved and you just wish you could have been a part of that. Is there a game oh, out there you a, just pick? Any game. Any game? Anything. Any anything. Game? Take your oh, pick. Oh, gosh. Uh, hmm. It's a hard one. I, I'd have to think. Uh, and it could be for one aspect. That. It could be because of the culmination of the entire experience. You know, the sum of its parts. All those sort of. What you know, it could just be your favorite game. Uh, you know, I'll just say, um, for lack of a better answer, I'll just say, Return to the Castle. What saying? Because that was the first one that set me it's off important, on the right? journey, right? And so, uh, uh, and uh, I'm jealous of Bryce because he actually worked on it and uh, and. Oh, Bryce! Uh, I think we're going to be talking sometime in the near future. Then. Oh yes. <laughs> And uh, just because it was so influential, that's the one that started me on the journey. And yep. so uh, if anything, um, quick answer would be done. Awesome. Um, and this, the next question here could end up being the same answer. If you could go back and replay any game, strike it from your memory and get to play the game again completely fresh, what game would you pick? Gosh. Um, it could be... Portal. No, actually, I think Half-Life Two. I, yep, I think okay. um, another great. Choice. I like like the mix of narrative. I like the mix of sandbox mechanics. Uh, the design is really great in there. I mean, they really telegraph a lot of uh, uh, of what your goal setting is there. And um, and if I could play that again, knowing what I know now, uh, I, I would love that. That's that's another fantastic choice. 
Now that is uh, that's where we can wrap things up for this conversation. But uh, for for everyone listening, the game is out tomorrow. The Callisto Protocol. I hope you're excited. I certainly am. If people want to learn more about the game, even learn more about what you're up to specifically, where should people go? Go to our website. Go to sds.com, uh, uh, strikingdistance.com. I think the Callisto Protocol com is also an excellent website um check out our twitter feed uh and social media there's uh plenty of tidbits out there i know uh bryce in particular is hard at work uh always putting out uh putting out news and and new tidbits for everybody's concern fantastic and if people are looking for a little bit more about what you specifically are up to any any best uh, must place sorry must visit places to see what you're up to i would say uh LinkedIn, I, yep. I definitely post stuff on there uh, professionally for sure. And Valuable resource well. for me and, in the show. <laughs> and then uh, whatever uh, whatever the company posts on the website and their Twitter Twitter feed, I'm I'm chiming in out, out there as well. So uh, both those locations. Fantastic, Demetrius. I'm really appreciative of the time that you've given me. I really am looking forward to the game. I can't wait to get my hands on it in. I don't know, two weeks, 24 hours, whatever we, this vacuum of time again, playing playing, playing funny business with it. But uh, I'm really, really excited. Congratulations on everything that you and the team have done. And thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you so much. Thank you for the invitation. And listeners, as always, thank you very much for listening. I'll see you next time. That concludes this entry of Dev Diary. Be sure to subscribe to this feed, share it with your friends, and give us a five-star review to help boost the show up the charts for greater exposure. If you have any people you'd like me to reach out to in an interview, then please find me at Paul James Games on Twitter to help me get in touch with them. Until the next episode, however, that's been Demetrius' story. Thank you much for listening, and I'll see you next time for episode 100.